Hello friends and welcome. Welcome to the RPG interview room. Although uh, this is not strictly an RPG interview room, this should be more like a gaming interview room because I am going to interview somebody today who has written a book about a convention etiquette for gamers, geeks and the socially awkward. Um, which is something I know so many people could read and should read. It's insane. So this doesn't just apply to role players. This is going to apply to any gamer who goes to a convention. And it is my absolute pleasure um, to welcome to the, today's episode uh, the author Jessica Bronner. Jess, welcome. How are you? I am very well. I'm really, really glad to have you here. Uh, now, I know about your book um, because Alexei Brandenburg, which also known by people, I don't know why, as a rabbit fanboy. Because, mm -hmm. you know, he's a fanboy, yeah. Um, I know about your book, uh, thanks to, to Alexei, and um, he mentioned that I should definitely be interviewing you. He didn't need to mention that because the book immediately attracted me. Um, the Guide to Convention Etiquette for Gamers, Geeks and the Socially Awkward. The title is very, very self-explanatory, but tell us a little bit about what's inside that book. Well, um, I've been attending conventions for a number of years now, um, 12 to 15. And so when I go to these conventions, I see a lot of things. So in the book, you'll find tips for how to stay healthy at conventions, how to interact with other people at conventions. Um, also, just general things that if you've never been to one of these large events before, that can really help you out. Um, you know, get you through the weekend and have safe, fun, happy, uh, have a safe, fun, happy weekend. Um, it's really, it's really a good guide for that. It has a lot of stuff on appropriate social interactions, ways to, you know, to approach people and to talk to them, um, you know, so that you don't get labeled uh, in ways that you don't want to be labeled. Okay, no, that's right. Now, um, tell me a little bit about your story uh, and how did you become a gamer? What kind of conventions and games do you play? Well, um, I go to a lot of science fiction fantasy conventions. Um, on the gaming side of things, I'm, uh, I play d and I've played it for more years than I can count at this point. Um, I, I am playtesting the new version uh, 5, but I think still 3.5 is my favorite. Um, <clears throat> and I've done a number of other uh, tabletop role-playing type games that I really enjoy. Um, and that's really, that's really sort of how I ended up here. Um, it's, it gave me a basis for interacting with people, um, which was great. Yeah, no, I, I can I can imagine. And when you say that you have seen things that you know prompted you to want to to write this book, uh, considering that in the US the experience of being a female gamer is is very different from 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 Europe. Uh, overall, I mean, what what has your experience been? Why were you prompted to write this book? Well, uh, right now in the U.S., it's it's sort of a hot topic how women get treated at these conventions, and I felt like um, I wanted to put forth uh, something that was actually helpful, that was more educational, as opposed to something that was angry and uh, confrontational. And so that's really why I wrote the book, is I've wanted to write a book about it for years, and I finally had the tools to do it. So that's been something that I've wanted to do, but it's... 
it's a matter of you know how people talk to you when you go to these conventions. It it can be very discouraging if you're you know if you're female. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to you know help people understand better ways. And and I should say the book's not just for men either. There are things that women do at conventions that are totally inappropriate as well. Um, okay. And so that's cover, I cover some of those as well. So what were your experiences? I mean, what what was the um, eureka moment that made you think? I, I really need to write this book now. This this is enough. Um, I have to say it was actually when um, I was working for a band one year at a convention and um, a guy that I had never met felt the need to pick me up, throw me over his shoulder and walk away with me <sighs> while I was working. Good Lord. Exactly. <laughs> and that was sort of when I determined that something needed to be out there. To say, you know, that's that's really not okay. That's not an okay way to approach a person at all. No, I mean that that guy should have been arrested. I, well, luckily he just took me to the bar and dropped me off, um, and so I didn't, you know, and, and he left it at that. But certainly it was not an appropriate thing to do. No, but I mean I can imagine you. You're obviously a grown-up woman. You have a strong personality, and and you can deal with that sort of thing. But if you had been a less secure or somebody without the experience that you have at a convention, that could have been an incredibly ex- scary experience. Oh, definitely. Um, I, I could just, I have a horrified picture of that happening to some little 14-year-old girl and her not knowing what to do. Um, you know, and so that's one of the things that I cover in there as well for, well, not that specific situation, but, you know, what do you do if somebody, you know, grabs you at, you know, at one of these things? you know, what is it that you do? And the answer is, uh, you know, you get away as fast as you can, you get to security and you call the police. Mm. Absolutely, yes. And if the guy doesn't let you go, people scream loud, really, really loud. But yes. something, oh my God, I am, I'm really upset that some things like that do happen. They, they do actually happen. And it was, it's, it's sort of a shocking thing and people don't know how to deal with it. So I figure it's better to educate people as to that's not okay, though it shouldn't need to be said, than to, you know, than to complain about it on the other end. Uh, teach them in advance that that's not okay. That, that's really interesting because the, the one thing that I find when I talk to people about this subject is that we are very lucky in Europe that we don't really have that many incidents compared with the amount of incidents that you guys have in in the United States. Mm-hmm. Have you talked to people outside the US and found out that actually those things are, do happen as well? W- what is your experience internationally? I'm afraid I have very limited experience internationally um, with the convention scene. I'd, I'd love to change that. But I think my my only experience was actually a comic book convention in France. Um, the Festival Bon Dessiné, I think is what it was. Um, and I was, I was 17 or 18 at the time when I attended that. And, uh, and that was just, that was my first experience with a European convention at all. And so I didn't really know what was going on. So I'm afraid I haven't had a chance to talk to many folks outside the U.S., about these topics, but I'd be really interested to hear what they had to say. Mm, yeah, so, so would I. Uh, and have you seen that kind of behavior? Because I know, for example, places like Gen Con and Origins or PAX mm-hmm. uh, or Comic Con, they tend to attract as well an awful lot of, of foreign people who, who go into the US. Mm-hmm. Have you observed 
any kind of, of similar pattern with people from different countries when they come into the U.S.? I think the only thing that I've observed personally with uh, with some of the, the international folks that visit is that they tend to be very aggressive with photography, which when done properly can be fine, but it is it is an issue. It's, a, it's another one of those issues that's a hot topic over here right now. So that's really the only area that I've seen anything that could be construed as difficult. Hmm. So th there, there are issues worldwide. I don't think, it, it, seems, it sounds like there isn't, um, it's not endemic in the US. I mean, Europe or uh, South America may have different kind of problems, but it seems to me that there are issues pretty much all over the place. I think pretty much any time you get a large group of people together, there are going to be some sort of issues. Hmm. Definitely true. Definitely true indeed. So you decided, okay, th th this is enough. This is definitely not acceptable. Um, and let's write a book about this. How did you go about it? What was the process? Um, well, first I put down my own ideas about topics that I thought should be covered. And then I consulted with a bunch of folks here in the U.S. that I've uh, become familiar with over the years who either run the conventions themselves or who work at the conventions and folks that just attend them and see, you know, what their experiences have been so that I could uh, augment what my own experiences have been. And then I, I sat down and I thought about the stories that I had and some of them are, you know, good to share and are in the book and some of them are, you know, not as good to share. So I didn't put those in there and uh, sat down and just wrote it out. And then after I wrote it, um, I sent it off to some of these people who have run the conventions, who have volunteered at the conventions, um, to see if I covered everything that they thought needed to be said, and then did rewrites on that. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely consulted a number of folks when I was coming up with the different topics that were needed. What sort of things you thought about that you would like to have in the book, but thought, this is not the sort of things that I want to tell? Ah. Um, well, as, as, I've, as I've said, the, the topic of safety and of harassment are really big here in the U.S. And so I included a very short section on those. Mm -hmm. um, and I had to re refrain from making that a really large section because I didn't want it to overpower the book. Because conventions are about having fun. It's about having a good time. And I felt like that would really, if I, you know, if I focused on that topic that heavily would really overpower everything else that I was trying to say and might even scare folks away from going to the convention, which was not my goal. Okay. And once you decided, right, this is the sort of thing I want to do, what, what is the index? What are we going to find when we get the book and read it? Um, well, there's a variety of topics in there. Um, I think the, the ones that I enjoyed writing the most were, um, there's a section on how to flirt. If you've never, you know, if it's not a skill that you've really learned how to do. Um, so a basic primer to flirting, a primer for if you're attending panels, how to go to panels and ask appropriate, not, not appropriate questions, but to ask your questions in such a way that it gives the rest of the audience a way to also participate. Um, what to bring to a convention if you've never been to a convention. Uh, what you can expect when you visit the dealer's room or the art show or, you know, any of the other sections within the convention. And then there's, of course, the section on harassment and the section on photography 
and also a section on, um, I hate to say it, hygiene for um, <laughs> some of our hygienically challenged folks. Um, I, I think the best the best set part of that section is the six two one rule. Um, okay. Six hours of sleep, two meals a day, and at least one shower every day. Um, mm. That that seems to be an issue here in the U.S. occasionally, so it's always good to remind folks of that. For what is worth. <laughs> is not just in the US. Oh, good to know. Trust me. <laughs> you know, I, I was last year at the UK Games Expo and I was walking behind a guy about five, maybe seven feet away from him. And I could tell he had not brushed his teeth. Oh dear. For a long, long time. Even oh even from that distance. It, it was so no the hygiene thing is not an American thing at all. <laughs> it happens way all over the place. Well, that, that's good to know. And I definitely cover, you know, that and, you know, some ways to go about that so that, you know, if you want to approach someone uh, of whatever your preferred sex is for interaction, then you have some tips for how to not scare them away. Hmm. Yes. Body odor. <laughs> definitely, definitely. A priority one. Well, what was the most fun part of the book to write the most fun part of the book well there were two sections that were that were pretty darn fun in different ways in the middle of the book you'll find something called the booth babe code mm -hmm. uh, and it was inspired um, i work at dragon con almost every year it's a big convention in atlanta georgia here and uh, we sort of have a group of booth babes that get together and hang out during the convention And from that interaction, we came up with the booth babe code. So that was a lot of fun to write. And then I have to admit, the section on flirting was a lot of fun. Um, I'm a terrible flirt. I mean, I really enjoy flirting. And so writing that down um, and writing out the methods that you can use was a lot of fun. Um, flirting is also, it can be for a lot of people, because uh, quite a dangerous thing. Uh, because mm -hmm. if, if you get it wrong... Oh my God, that can go really bad. It, it certainly can. <laughs> what would be, I, I don't know, we, it, obviously we don't want you to give away everything that's in the book because we want people to buy it and read it. But what would you say would be the um, top tip on what not to do when you flirt? Oh, the top tip on what not to do. That's a little harder. Let's see. Uh, well, don't pick some up. Don't pick someone up that you've never met before and throw them over your shoulder. That's <laughs> yes. I have to say that one doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh God, that would work if you want to get arrested and thrown into jail for being an asshole. Well, there is that. Yeah. <laughs> and in terms of the most difficult bit, what was the most challenging bit of the book for you? Some of the most challenging bits were how to deal with um, celebrities and how to deal with people that like that you really, really, really desperately want to meet and how to approach those people. Because I have to admit, at heart, I am a fangirl for some of these people. And it's really, if you want to make a good impression, then running up and being all fangirl at them, you know, is not necessarily the best way to go about networking. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. And so 
getting past my own fangirl tendencies to write that section, um, I had I had a fair bit of help on that section from uh, some professionals in the industry, and so writing that section was actually very difficult to me because I really do sort of want to just run up and be like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm meeting you. <laughs> and you know, I think every single one of us want to do that at some point. We, we all have our heroes and, and our idols. Um, now, I'm going to put myself in the positions of, of some of the people who need the book. Um, mm -hmm. And I reckon that those are going to be the people who will be the most reluctant and defensive and mm -hmm. think I, I don't need this book why why should I get it what would you say to them what would you say to the people who immediately look at this and think I don't need this book I would say that there's a lot of humor in the book so even if you don't need the book you should read it for the funny bits um, there are funny stories in there. There are funny experiences in there. Um, I bring D&D &D into the book a fair bit um, because I am, you know, I am a gamer and I do enjoy doing that sort of thing. So even if you don't think you need it, um, it's it's a quick, short read and it's it's full of funny anecdotes and funny D&D &D references, um, you know, and so that would really be a reason to pick it up, even if you don't think you need it. And better yet, we all have that friend that needs it. <laughs> <laughs> so even if you don't need it, you have a friend that needs it, and you know that friend. Very... So just you know, leave it on their desk, or give it to them for Christmas, or slip it in their you know Santa Claus stocking, or what have you. Okay, well, I'm going to put your um, your experience at at uh, at the testing here. How would you give this person? How would you present your book to this person so they don't feel like? Um, I don't know how to put this. Did, did you know the um, uh, it, it, the deodorant present? You know, here in, in mm -hmm. the UK, we say if you give somebody deodorant, you're basically telling that person that they smell. Yes. So I think that if you give this book to some people, it's sending a message that you can be really rude. How would you approach that? How would you give this book to that person so they don't feel upset? Well, there's a couple of different ways to do it. Um, if they are fairly new to going to conventions, then you could actually get it and give it to them saying, I found this great book about how to make your convention experience better and go that route. Mm -hmm. You could also um, get it and say, I read this book. It was fantastic. You have to read it. It's so funny. Okay. And so don't make it about, you know, don't make it about, the fact that it's basically, you know, you should shower and you should wear deodorant and here's how you flirt and that sort of thing. Make it about the book itself. I really liked this book and I think you would really like it too. Okay. That sounds like a good plan to me. Um, and the other question that just came to my mind as well, there is an awful lot of reluctance, uh, at least the people I know around me. There's an awful lot of reluctance for some people to embrace the kind of... Um, anti-harassment policy and the let's encourage people to be uh, nicer and, and to have a much better etiquette around conventions. Um, what do you think this book would have to teach convention organizers? Well, I think that there is actually a small section for convention organizers, but not on that topic. I think this book would be a way for them to tell their convention attendees, again, in a friendly manner, 
it is not a these are the convention policies it is this is what we suggest you do um, and so that would be a way for conventions to sort of surreptitiously say this is what we would like you to do mm -hmm. as opposed to laying down the law um, but I think that conventions would actually benefit from having rules out there about harassment about what's going to happen it doesn't take away from the convention experience it just makes it clear as to what's okay and what's not. Mm. Did that answer your question? Oh, absolutely, yes. Absolutely, okay. yes. And, and since I am a massive advocate for anti-harassment policies, um, I, I mean, I think a convention without them is a dangerous convention, mm -hmm. as, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but a lot of people seem to see harassment policies as a failure. You know, if we need a harassment policy, an anti-harassment policy, it's because we failed already, um, which I don't, I don't get it at all. But hey ho um and what do you leave out you know what what do you when you finish the book uh, and got it into kindle and submitted to amazon where people can buy it and looked at it you thought do you think oh bum i should have put this well i do have plans for charisma plus two <laughs> it's not in um, so there are some things that I left out, maybe a little a little bit deeper in the, the area of, um, you know, how to flirt, how to interact with people, um, how to, you know, how to ask people out. Um, the I, I tried really hard to cover all of the very basic things in this one. Um, but then when, when I do Charisma Plus 2, it'll go in-depth on some more of the subjects. But I don't think I left anything too much out. Good. So this is a pretty comprehensive guide as it is. Yeah. Perfecto. Now, um, as I mentioned, uh, dear listeners, before, uh, we you, you can get that book in, in Amazon and download it in Kindle edition, which, I mean, for $5.03, it's a steal. This book should be read by absolutely everyone out there. It's five bucks. It's next to nothing. And... However, uh, there is also a print option. Could we poor Europeans get the print version as well? That's an excellent question. I believe so. Um, I would have to double check with my publisher to be sure, but I believe that they do ship to Europe. I am going to find out because I'm going to buy it. Um, not while we talk because that would be very rude, but I am, <laughs> I am definitely going to going to have a go at that. Um, Jessica, thank you very, very much indeed for being with me today. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure and I can't wait to, to read the book because it, it sounds uh, terribly good fun. And um, if I say so myself, very useful. Yeah, thank you. And I've had a great time talking to you. Um, I'd love to hear what you think about the book. So um, definitely let me know. Um, I'm always happy to take suggestions for, like I said, Charisma Plus Two, uh, which I'll hopefully have by next year. That would be great. And, and if, if push came to shove, you know what we should do? Hmm. Get you a ticket and bring you to Europe so, so you can write the, the European edition of the book as well with, with European experiences. I would love to do that. That would be so much fun. <laughs> we'll have a go. I would go. love to connect with the European sort of geek gamer community. We'll, we'll have a go and see what happens. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Hosting and production for this podcast have been by Paco Garcia and the music's been composed by Kev Atzet. We would love to hear from you. Feedback and your questions are always welcome and you can email us at podcast.gmsmagazine.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at GMS Magazine. And we are also on Facebook and Google+. I'm very, very happy to talk to you. 
Remember to subscribe to the GMS Magazine podcast channels in iTunes and give us a review or two and a rating, please, and it's truly appreciated if you do. For more quality shows, remember to listen to other rooms like the RPG Room, the Interview Room and the Board Game Room and more rooms that might be coming very soon indeed. But, friends, until the next time, let the games continue. <laughs>